Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Kiss and Tell Radio. Kiss and Tell Networks has collaborated with our amazing co-producers, Reverie Studios, and we have a special gift for you guys. When you download the Reverie app on iTunes, Android, or whatever you use to stream media, use code KAT2017 for 10% off your first three months. So grab your favorite streaming device and make sure you are tuned in every Friday to Kiss and Tell Radio. Now let's get the show started. My name is Erin and she talks... This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hark how the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say, throw cares away. Christmas is here, bringing good cheer um. to young and old, meek and the bold. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong, that is their song. With joyful ring, all caroling. Ding dong, ding dong, dong, ding dong. Y'all don't know opera the bells? Nope. No one knows Destiny's Child, the last track on Eight Days of Christmas, Christmas album, Opera of the Bells. Is it on Spotify? Very familiar I with the album. I, I believe so. Very familiar with the album, unfamiliar with that song. It's beautiful. It's acapella. <clears throat> you know my girls love a good acapella. Didn't she ask for like a Bentley or something? And that was like that album on the Eight Days of Christmas album. That, is, that is one of the lyrics in the title <laughs> track of the album. Yes. Not in... Opera of the Bells. Oh. Yeah. No, um, that's a whole album. <laughs> I was It's a whole body of work. Do you see B ever doing a, no. a Christmas album? No. That's a, hard, a hard no. No. For what? <laughs> For what? All the greats How have many? a Christmas album. And, and she and you're right, Destiny's Child does absolutely does have a Christmas album. Okay. <laughs> and Beyonce has a solo on that album, as does Kelly, as does Michelle. Beyonce does Silent Night, Kelly does Do You Hear What I Hear. And Michelle does Oh Holy Night. I do know Kelly's not. You know, my favorite Christmas album of late is... Uh, Tasia's Tamar. Word, no. The Braxton. Tamar. Tamar. Oh, she did a solo one too, she right? Did a solo what in all yeah. oh, Sam her. Hell? What's the point? What she you... only been on the scene for two years. No, Tamar's been out since the 90s. <laughs> Depending on who you ask. <laughs> Welcome I to the last see, episode. I did see that she was covering... Uh, not gonna cry during her uh, I refuse set. to watch the video because I'm Mary J. Blige. I be surprised. Um, yes, Jace. <laughs> oh. By Mary J. Blige. Do you know Hi. another not gonna cry? <laughs> <laughs> My life. Fair question. <laughs> 2018. Yeah, um, she's been covering that during the, uh, you know, playing up to this trope that I, you know, I'm still not buying it. Oh, okay, no. Hey, Shari. Your cynicism is unwanted here. I'm just saying it's fact. Kendall, it's your last factual. episode. It is. It is. How do you feel? How are you feeling? <laughs> what, what are the... Um, the allergies would say that I'm crying. But <laughs> I thought you were crying. I was like, I don't want to... Kendall doesn't cry. Um, I do cry. Yes, he does. Call me by your name. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. Like Fantasia? Like one of my favorite songs of all time. Me too. Yeah. And that song yeah. was released on the during a suicide attempt. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't remember that Fantasia she, went through some stuff. She took the baby. And then she made her the her uh her resurgence on GMA. Everybody stops by to swing to talk to to, to Robin. Robin. Mm-hmm. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Right. <laughs> um, of Robin. Does that surprise you as a journalist? Does no. that surprise you? Because Robin, I feel like when you reach a certain age of seasoning. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You get away with a lot yeah. more, and Robin is, will still be respected, especially because no, the vast majority of people don't like Omarosa. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't. I did not think it. I was, but I was surprised yeah. that it came from her because Robin is pretty even. It was, yeah, but it was. Um, 
it was what's his face. It was it was like short and sweet. Yeah, like it was like a damn near under her breath. I mean, really. And she went to, right to the yeah. Next it sentence. was no yeah. She didn't she didn't. It wasn't like she paused and it. looked in the camera. Yeah. and was like <laughs> bye, Felice, <laughs> bye, Ashy. Yeah, she wasn't you know Angela. <sighs> oh, Angie. <laughs> So, She's uh, me. how was you all's weekends? My weekend was drunk. It was really good. Actually, yeah, I saw Kendall. I saw Jace. Um, we went to um, late, uh, very late. Uh, so tardy. I, was in, I was invited to this event very last minute, and um, I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go." I actually saw Kendall on the guest list, and I was like, "Oh, Kendall's gonna be there." Oh, because <laughs> oh. it's a public guest list, by the way. <laughs> And, um, it, was a, it was an RSVP list. I saw Kendall Wright on that list, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm going to make a show face, whatever. <laughs> so me you and my could, friends came through. You could have through. forewarned your attendance. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, and so we actually showed up at the end because we had to kind of do some other um, navigating through um, L.A. And it was a brunch with the elite black. Um, how would you describe that, Kendall? It was, it's, oh, this was the black gay brunch It's a gay thing. black brunch. Yeah. Um, Apparently, I had some really deep conversation about like open relationships and like sex parties. Not I. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. This is this is this is. I'm gonna clench <laughs> my time. No. I'm gonna no. move right. Away. I'm not gonna say it. Was I mean, not, this, this, I'm not gonna. Was say not involved it. in that. It's really about. It's. I mean, mostly everybody is in entertainment in some way or another, um, and it's really helping brothers out in yeah. in, in their careers. I was not a part of Last weekend, any. I was supposed to go to the one that was all-inclusive. Cameron from that group hosts the brunch. And I was supposed to go to his house for on last Saturday. I know him. You should. He's all in the mix in, in that brunch. I forgot what exactly it is that he does because I haven't seen him in like eight months. Uh-huh. And I've only met him twice in passing. But I was supposed to go to his house last Saturday but I had things to do. I'm gonna look him up. But I went the other. I went last year to his house brunch, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. That's I ran nice. into one of my undergrad classmates' cousins there. It's such a small world. It is. He makes the best biscuits. His grandmother's recipe: mm-hmm. fried chicken. It was good. It like was red cute. lobster style, or like no, they were just regular. It wasn't no cheddar bay going on. It was mm. just regular fluffy biscuits. And I'm not even a biscuit girl. You know, with me with bread, I like to keep it light and fluffy, like a croissant. Mm, or flaky yeah i'm not big on cornbread and muffins mm-mm, and all like i just mm-mm. i don't like heavy, this is heavy bread. and your mouth gets oh, dry oh i love a give me a glass of water or, no. or wine or vodka just i don't like heavy bread liquor just liquor i mean just something wet okay all right yeah so did you all have fun at your I did. brunch i, I went to brunch to bomb brunch to bomb too i did see that um yeah. I, oh yeah you actually go next time i um I went, th- my my Saturday spiraled. It was not, it was really supposed to be, I had breakfast. I saw you on several, like, Insta snaps. Mm-hmm. Not yours, but, like, little, I don't see Kendall's head just in the bop. And I was like, oh, that's Kendall. Yeah, like, I, very, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had. You got to give it to you for your last show. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually a roast. Welcome. No, right. Oh, what? <laughs> no. Not, not I walked Cer- into a roast. Certainly not. Um, I'd have to put my Monique voice on. <laughs> um, uh, Brother. So I, I went, I got up that morning. It's my first, so Friday was my last day of work for two weeks. So um, Saturday morning uh, wasn't the most well advised thing to do, but I got up early and I went to breakfast with a coworker that's going out of town for the holidays. Chad. Uh, not Chad. <laughs> I love Chad. Um, with a coworker. And then Still I never got my pen. And then I went to brunch. <laughs> Still. Um, and then I ended up going to, um, Brandon Anthony and, uh, Adrian, a hairstylist, Adrian, right? yeah. 
Oops. The socialite house. <clears throat> no, Brandon Anthony um, and Adrian Bailon hosted a toy drive. You know she doesn't um, wash her hands at home. <laughs> she does it. <laughs> she does fact. it. She said it. Her, her and Jeannie Mai were talking about this. It is in the press. It is free for you all to Google. Go ahead. I like Adrian Bailon, but she'll never touch me. She and her husband <laughs> um, were present uh, at this toy Israel drive. Israel Halton. Israel Houghton, who is very um, bow-legged. Didn't, what? Didn't expect that. He was standing like such. Is wow. he? Um, okay. He's a gospel singer. Yeah. Um, and pastor, right? I don't know. I don't keep up. They're all, all pastors. Surely um, sees. <laughs> Kim Burrell. In the spirit of confusion and delusion. Um, I follow the wind. And then I ended up, <laughs> after that, I ended up at a house party. I haven't been to a house party in forever. Mm-hmm. Um, That's where I saw Kendall's head, bopping. Uh, and and that sounds very suggestive. Not in that way, guys. Yeah, uh, it was more of like a like a ditty bop. And I was never dancing, so I don't know when my head was bobbing. I might have been arguing. I got into the worst oh. argument at that party. Wow. Um, I was, I was asked to leave. Oh, um, by the host? No, not never. Um, uh, by people. I that will can't... not be told to get out of my own house. <laughs> <laughs> By people, by people that that can't handle it. Um, it was about Cardi B, unfortunately. Whatever. But anyway, I had a good weekend. Sunday, I um, ended up seeing "Call Me by Your Name" again. Um, and now that good. It was fantastic. I and I and, and it's one of those things, much like Moonlight, where I wanted people to see it. So if I had to physically make sure that you got there, I did. Oh. So, I took so did you take anyone with you Sunday? Yes. Was it a date? Okay. No. Okay. That's a question. And I answered. I know. Yes. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate Char, it. How was your My weekend? weekend was spent for the most part inside of the house. I did go out Sunday night, but when I was in the house, I was struggling on what to watch. Like I was like, okay, Shar, because I like clean everything. Had so many fucking choices. I was like, Shar, I don't even know what to suggest yeah. based on because I couldn't really gauge your mood based yeah. on what you. Presented. I mean, I was definitely in a mood. Like when I said I power cleaned my house because I, I'm I'm going out of town. And I was raised to never come back to a, a dirty mm, house. So the, the laundry's washed, the vanities wiped down. I even, you know, that the dreadful bathroom. I even got the scrubbers and the scrubbing bubbles and went to town on the bathroom. The dishes are washed. Like literally, it's spark. Like Mr. Clean just took a tour in my apartment. Okay. Um, but I didn't know if I wanted to watch Jay Farrow's, uh, White Famous, which is a Showtime show. Mm. Um, Lena Waithe had just dropped, uh, The Shy. I think that's still available. Um, it, do- it doesn't come out till next year, but the, the pilot episode is available like on YouTube and things like that. Um, and those are both Showtime shows or She's Gotta Have It. So I ended up with She's Gotta Have It and I'm indifferent about it. You like it? it? Okay. I'm totally indifferent. Um, I was telling Aaliyah before you all got to the studio that I was, um, that at certain points it became background noise to me. Like I forgot, mm-hmm. like I was fully engaged in my laptop and forgot it was on. Um, but I'm just like indifferent. I mean, it's <sighs> to me like it sounded like it didn't, a script it didn't click that was with written like by white an old black or... man for younger people. Like yeah. even like the terminology that they use, I was just like, this is not really. Yeah, and some of the tropes not, were a little tired. Not authentic, but like it's not it doesn't flow well to me. Some of the tropes were a little tired. Yeah, soundtrack great, scenery great, Absolutely. anything in New York is great. Film in New York is great, but it just and then Nola Darling got on my damn nerves. So she was not a likable character. No, she was not. Which I didn't one really is she? Like the main character. The I didn't really She's like anybody. I mean, girl, with the pretty I eyes. I didn't that really paints. like anybody. I didn't really like her friends. 
No. Um, I liked Mars. He was my favorite because he reminds me of someone who I used to dip off with in college. And dip do off? Like, Ooh. Oh, yes. Ooh. Like, I would like love, a goofy, I've never obnoxious. Had a, I've never oh, okay. had a Mars. I've never had a I Mars. Have, well, you probably wouldn't be able to tolerate I one. Know, I know. But I see. <laughs> this, no, you're right. I'm but serious. The, the thing is, is that, it, that, you know, that's part of the 2018 Kendall. Um, but I, what he's trying to aspire to. To, to accomplish a little bit less seriousness, but at Mars, I could never date a re- like a real life. Is he the Puerto no, Rican no, one? Yes. Replica oh. Mars. I would Mine was not Puerto Rican, but I say with that I would need same, a tone down Mars. That same like gravitas, big obnoxious personality, but mm-hmm. funny makes you laugh and like, endearing. Overlo- and he he cared about her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I was sleeping with the Mars, uh, so it was <laughs> it was nice to see. I hated Greer and I hated the other guy. Uh, the Tyler Perry. Now you heard guy. Nina say that that uh, I remind her of Greer. Yes, and I did see why. Is that the one that was in certain uh, aspects? The, the one with the foreign one? languages right. and all of that bullshit. I can't speak nothing um, else. I did see. I did Ebonics? see what Nina meant. That's about it. Not you guys well. are not the same, but I did see the what Nina when I was like watching certain things. I was like, oh yeah, what? Oh yeah, what was it, Shar? <laughs> I really can't put a, 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 a an adjective to it. Um, hmm. but it was, it was certain. It was a certain je ne sais quoi, huh. as you and Greer would probably say. <laughs> uh, I have that tattoo on my so, back. So <laughs> yes, it was a certain um, joie de vivre. Now, uh, <laughs> now, Aaliyah, do you see any similarities in Kendall and Greer? Have you watched it? <laughs> oh, oh, Judge. <laughs> oh. oh, well, silence. <laughs> Great. So next topic. Oh, Judge. <laughs> You all are a hoot. Oh. Again, I guess it was the the roast that I was unprepared for. Merry Christmas, everyone. No one is roasting you. I was unprepared. Jesus Cristo. Fun okay, weekends. so oh, also what I had to bring up to Kendall, Fuck you. Oh my which God. was so funny. <laughs> Kendall and I took our first and last uh, Oprah and Gail road trip a year ago today. <laughs> last? A year Is the ago? friendship over? It was a year ago. Kendall, Where'd I'm not go? going anywhere oh, San with, Diego? You, with just you and I <laughs> <laughs> ever again. <laughs> It's going to be no. Listen, it was pleasant on the way there. Oh my God, we had the raising cane. Oh my God, we had the good conversation. There was no arguments over the radio. But Jesus, on that way back, wait, where did y'all only, go? We went to San Diego. Oh, that's what okay. it was. A year ago, Kendall called me and was like, "What are you doing?" I said nothing. He said, "Pack a bag, bitch." No, he said, "Do you want to go to San Diego?" I said, "When?" He said, "In two hours." I said, oh, "I'm yes. not doing anything." Uh, and then we. We arrived in San Diego and, and went straight to the club. Amen. And then I slept with my bonnet in a full. Oh, it was. Oh, it was a mess. Oh, it was a mess. But like, I say all that to say the way back, the journey back to Los Angeles County, uh, was one that I shall never forget. That's when I first realized just how difficult Kendall is. Oh he my made God. the mistake of going to a mall with me to ask him to help him find gifts for Auntie Lynn and best friend Brittany and everything that I see. Like, it was just a very petulant and my boss, side. My boss had Yes, the time. Beth, right? Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Beth. Shout out to Beth, girl. Shout out to Beth. Girl, we hunted in Target for that dry erase board and those gold thumbtacks. Oh my gosh. We Wait, can I just say, can I can I just say that the irony of all this is is that a year later, that was a going away because I was leaving stars at the time. So that was like mm-hmm. my, my goodbye. Didn't Beth move back to Idaho? Utah. Um, same, same thing, right? Potato, so, potato. But this no year, offense. this Literally. year, Wednesday after we recorded, I mean, last week we recorded what? Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, mm-hmm. yeah. After we recorded, 
I needed to get a gift for my current boss and my other team member. And I had all intentions that when I got here, I was going to ask you to go with me nope. to the mall. Oh. But you had nope, other nope. engagements, so I had to go by myself. And I literally did not get home until almost 12 o'clock. Oh, that's why you went to Glendale. Because I ended up circling that mall because I didn't know what I wanted. Yeah, see, I'm not I'm not ever doing that again. Um, oh, and shout out to uh, my friend RJ who invited me to the NYX Cosmetics party last uh, mm, Thursday. Yeah, fun? A, oh, yeah, that was my first time at Beauty in Essex and it was just a oh, whole yeah, bunch of free the shit. the new one out here. Like, you know, I'm a makeup girl. It was a lot of beat faces. I saw some familiar faces and it was a lot of free stuff. Nice. Um, and I actually went to college with uh, RJ. That's how we know each other. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it was a year ago, like I said, that we up and went to San Diego first and last never again without a third party um, so nice. let's start this episode is going to be a little different guys we do not have a corner we do not have a shout out a this is more of a highlight reel um, also to commemorate not only with the end of the year but also with Kendall's exit um, we will be going through our favorite moments this year of Cat Radio so, can I just say that Pierre said that uh, last week was his favorite episode because I announced my departure? <gasps> That's not nice. So, if anybody echoes <laughs> those sentiments, <laughs> please come, <laughs> please come back in the new year. Oh, Jesus! Did he like tell this to you, or like tweet it to you, or it, like text it? Pierre's not FaceTime. on social media for the time being. He's Pierre's not, not on really. Social media. I've noticed. Uh, He's oh. been gone for a month. Oh, really? I, I haven't yeah. noticed. Oh. He's working um, on. He's cooking up some stuff as he should. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he told me this face to face. Oh, oh. Was all right. Well, let's start our uh, our topics. So, Kendall, you want to go first? Oh, um, sure. Um, by far, I think my favorite moment of um, the show this year was Char's 16, 16 bars. How many bars was it? It was more than Onika would do. Mm-hmm. Put her dick. <laughs> that all, almost makes me want to take it back. <laughs> Excuse me. I can't um, help that I'm the queen of rap. <laughs> Slaying with no, Queen B. No, no, if listen. you ain't on the team, then you playing for Team D. D. No, listen. listen. We A-listers. We paid sisters. This rocks right here. Then phase blizzards. I Come on. I don't like this. Come on. You don't Let's... like her. I do like watch a man. You should watch your mouth. Hey. I do like that. What I do like that? that. That's definitely going to be a caption. As soon. Ooh. Um, <laughs> it's from Motorsport. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I do like that little line. Um, I don't like the next one, though, that follows it, because it's, once again, like, rhyming with the same word. Mm-hmm. Like, administer mouth to mouth. Okay, we get it, Onika. Um, <laughs> but go ahead. I wonder if she knows that H&M is using her likeness. I was there earlier today, and they definitely have her face on a shirt, and it's like all these Asian symbols. It looks very flea market She has to deal with them. Oh, she does. Good for her. But the shirt looks very flea marketish. It's like Asian symbols and roses and tigers and stuff. H and M is really hit and miss sometimes in general. And I'll I thought it. about I was gonna tweet her, but I don't like being engaged in all of that. Mm-mm. But go ahead. And Twitter. Anyway, you love Twitter. I thought Shar dropped heat um, with that for the dick challenge, um, and I mean, Jace tried. Um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I knew. Oh, beloved. I knew that I. <laughs> I wasn't even going to dare um, come after that. So 
shout out to Shar for that. No, it was good. I like that was one of the best like situations. And I like I said, I tried. You I'm did. At rapping least you can is not say. my testimony. And I wrote some lines down and um You did but, say fly me out for the dick. I did. Hey Kendall. That was my uh-huh. favorite line. That's pretty stupid. But. <laughs> it was actually amazing. So All right, well let's take a listen. <laughs> All you ladies pop yo pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Hey, you know what, Jace, if you interrupt me, I'm a throat punch you. And Kendall, I know this is not aligned with the brand, but I got some shit I gotta say. Yo, 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 yo. I'm never lazy for that dick. Cheat on me, I might get crazy for that dick. Hey, private show on that dick. Little Kim's right can deep throat on that dick. Hey. I might report on that dick. How you doing? Hot topics on that dick. Dye my hair back black for that dick, but I'll never fuck around and kiss and tail on that dick. Girls trip grapefruit on that dick. Reclaiming my time on that dick. Fly me out to the Noya on that dick. Defy science and get pregnant for the dick. Hey, I might quit this show for that dick. Char says so a straight up hoe for that dick. Hey, I do my thing for that dick. Ain't no shame in my game for that dick. Never work for free for that dick. Shit so bomb I climb a tree for that dick. Keep my legs parted for that dick, but enough of that, let's get the show started for that dick. Hey, you got Ooh. something to say, Jace? I got something to say, gotta okay. get up. Yo, yo, mm. yo, here what? we go, here Catch we go, now. here we go, go, mm. go. Mm. Make me wanna rap for the dick. Lying to my mom for the dick. Ooh. Drive 50 miles for the dick. Fuck that. I'll book my own flight for the dick. Hey, Kendall. They move overdraft for the dick. What? Clean my own roof for the dick. What? Get food stamps for the dick. Don't eat pay off of student loans for the dick. Oh! Alright, that's all I got. That's all I got. Alright, so my turn. Turns. Plural. Well, we're, we're going around the table. Mm-hmm. So, one of my highlights of this year was, uh, it's hard to actually even call this a highlight because I remember this being such a difficult show for me to do. Because there was so much that happened. The police pulled guns on me. And then Trump had administered a trans ban to the military. And then I woke up that morning and, uh, the Breakfast Club, mm. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God, along with Little Duval's little mouse-looking ass, decided that they wanted to come for he the wrong a, one. Has a lot of teeth in his mouth. And when I say the wrong one, I am talking about Janet Mock. Um, that was on one of my favorite episodes because, of course, Reclaiming My Time was new. That was the same week that the gentle lady from California mm. reclaimed her time. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming. When you're on my time, I can reclaim it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was very, very actually stressed. I remember being very, very stressed and just feeling tense. I think the room was very heavy that day. Yeah, I was ready. I needed to go to like a boxing class. Yeah. But anyway, I had to let mm-hmm. uh, Charlemagne the God have it because he was the by far the biggest disappointment for me because I had invested so much time, money, and fandom into him. And you recently, bought the book? I brought the book had twice. Had it signed? Right. Went to the meet and greet. I even uh, recently just um, unliked his page on Insta- I mean, on Facebook. I totally forgot that I had liked him on Facebook mm-hmm. and he had posted something from Angela Rye and I was like, "Oh no." Oh no. Unlike. Yeah, so. it's been it's been interesting that I have not 
since that day not watched a single Me either. clip Me either. or episode Me either. of The Breakfast Club. So she brought and, them and up like last tempting. week. It's been tempting because they've had tempting. some people, maybe one or two, that I've been like, oh, I mean, you know, they, they get the goods and they get people that other mainstream um, platforms do not. But nope. nope. I just can't. Nope. Someone brought them I up last week and Janet I was just shoes. like, nah, nope. I'm okay. Yeah. Fire. So uh, let's take a look at me. We'll li- a listen and me hollering at Charlemagne for two minutes. <laughs> for me, it sent me through the roof. Yep. Because Charlemagne, I have spent about $30 on, by choice. I on bought book. Charlemagne's book and I went to the Grove for the meet and greet. And I plugged the book on this platform. And I had a friend who wanted to borrow the book, but because it is autographed, and you all know I'm very finicky about that, I went to Barnes & Noble and bought my friend a copy of the book for his birthday. So to see him co-signed, like, I don't even know what to do with the book. What do you all suggest that I do with it? Because I don't want it anymore. I, I, uh, Should I pull a, a, a Teen Vogue mom <laughs> and take it out to the backyard and set it ablaze? I, I wouldn't have that in my space. You're talking about reclaiming. Time, to. space, energy, all of to. that. He would mm-hmm. no longer be in my space. I unfollowed him on Twitter today. Matter of fact, um, you're following him. I was, I was we, too. Just, just you well, know, I, I don't care don't, for him. Yeah. No, but I, I follow people that I don't care for. Me I'm too. An adult. Tomorrow. That you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Until they've lost me, right? <laughs> uh, continue, Shar. Um, and so, one thing that I wanted to highlight is that trans women do not exist for the male gaze. Literally, I did not transition for you to be attract for you to look at me and be attracted to me. I'm literally just existing being Char. And so for you to suggest, and it's always the ashy nigga. It's like, mm-hmm. Duval, who is looking he's at five you? Two. It doesn't matter, but who's looking at you? <laughs> Whether he's five two or six eleven, he's not cute. I don't understand his rampant homophobia, but he does come from the school. You know, he's very good friends with uh Clifford Harris, tip. Um, and and Tip mm. kind of shares in some of the same ideology, but but my thing is I don't get where men come off, specifically cishet men men come off with these inflated egos that trans women are literally trans not, for the sole the purpose of your consumption and to quote unquote trick you. I do not understand that, and it's perpetuated from Survivor onto the the most recent season of Survivor yes, where yes where Zeke, when they called out yes Zeke. um was was called out and and he's made statements um since about about just how dangerous that sort of rhetoric yes. is and it was grossly irresponsible of the Breakfast Club who is the number one urban radio show amongst millennials i think they average 4 million uh listeners Damn. And you I, all are you all are this I, is a slap in the face cuz you just had Janet Jan- on. The week before. No, that's that's the big and thing we, for t- me. And we we complimented how she how she held your hand and walked you through this. Mm-hmm. You all are asking this woman if she has a clip for Christ's sakes. So, one of my favorite moments and this is actually kind of hit home because I've dated somebody with an old school name. Um but when Kendall uh wanted to say that he will not date anybody with a um older name established name like cleophis i just was wanna, the exact uh name that was used even if it was his ideal man yeah. the name would be and the name breaker now and i mean the deal breaker an amendment for the record i never much like portia never told nini the door is closed the door is closed <laughs> oh my ears glasses <laughs> 
Now you and your wig need to calm down. (laughs) Portia never said that. And neither did I. I never said. The conversation around the the Cleophis. Star posed a question in the midst of another topic. And you right. said, even if he were your ideal man, if he had a throwback, old I said I cannot see myself. Yes, I did. Name, I just want to say that it wasn't no topic Leroy. that I brought up and said, "Hey, could y'all date somebody with an old sounding name?" Well, honestly, no. my favorite moments have been outside of like the topics because the conversation is hilarious to me. No, I did, but I just wanted to be clear, yeah, for the listeners. No, okay, so you, did y'all get that? Kendall didn't pose it; I did, but he still said he wouldn't do it. So all you niggas with old names listening, <laughs> if you vying for Kendall, look, turn the other cheek below. Slide in that DM. Don't do it. Yeah, but that was pretty funny to me. And just like, there's been plenty of moments on this show where I have just sat here. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep quiet and let y'all have it out because y'all are hysterical to me. Until we developed a, a, a code. A code. What was it? What was the name? Marie Sharp. Marie Sharp. Oh, We're going to carry that a into A golden into... era. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll carry that. But that was definitely one, one of the moments because I was like laughing hysterically. Yep. So we're going to listen to this moment right now. Let me tell y'all what Back. Kendall going to tell me at uh, Mama Shelter. He going to say that if he was dating somebody, if he came across the perfect man <laughs> and this man got an old grandfather time ass name, Kendall wouldn't date him. What? Like, I absolutely, came, and I said that and I stand by that. If he came across the perfect man and this thing, you can't come up with no nickname, Cleo. Because I use the example Cleophis. Cleophis. What? That is so shallow and indicative of the West Coast. I just want to say that. Don't put that on me. It's indicative of the West Coast. (laughs) So my other favorite moment um, from this from this season. um, Can we think of it like seasons? We can. Yeah. Yeah. This is the season finale. (laughs) Season two K seventeen. Yeah. Um, Was the episode entitled "Don't Yuck My Yum." Um, oh gosh, and... that's the one that both Nina and I <laughs> were uh, squeal- squeamish on. And specifically the recap of uh, Freaky Boy member TT's birthday brunch, um, where somehow the discussion of what Kendall enjoys in the bedroom was brought up at the table. Oh. And um, spit in the mouth. Oh, please. Saliva. You can frame that any other way. <laughs> it still turns my stomach just to hear that. Ah, <laughs> uh, please, please. I'm sorry, Nina. Sis, I, I turned it off at this moment, too. Oh, God, it's been fun. <laughs> Saliva in the mouth. Um, taste. What's wrong with you? Everything. Taste. Uh, For Christ's sake. I, I I did I did have fun with that one, and I hope that people the people that think that I'm uptight and have no fun, um I hope that they you deem that fun. Spitting <laughs> no, out this fun. No, no, no. And now I didn't millennials. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, Generation I didn't say. Z. Shout nobody ever lets me finish. Shout I didn't say. You said enough. <laughs> you said what you said. I didn't say that that was fun per se. Although it is, it can be. Um. I said that the discussion of it was fun, and it was me letting go a bit. So that was fun for me. All right, let it go. Because nobody spit in my mouth. But you kissed somebody, right? No. Yeah, you, you told a uh, nope. a story on air that's recorded. Wait, about what? I remember everything. That he was at the club, and he was walking past somebody, <laughs> and then he ended up making out with the dude Show because he was trying to be dear. like right. So damn Who's dead. that person still unknown to all of us? You want to share who that person is? It's your I last show. I don't care either it's way. It's your last show. No, because y'all, uh, y'all honestly don't know him. 
And it would probably serve my best interest not to. And so. And he didn't spit in my mouth. They kissed. They hated each other and ended up kissing. That's saliva. Okay, that's totally different, Jace. We're not having this conversation yet again. <laughs> what about you, it. Kendall? What specifically? Do you Spitting like it? Spitting on your asshole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like it or not? Nah? Um, that, <laughs> that was not. I don't. I first of all, I was directing that question hot. to Char, who originally posed. The topic in question, um, spitting in the mouth. Um, I, I I do like it. Um, do you like it or do you not mind it? Because there's a difference too. Like, are you requesting it <laughs> for certain? See, so a lot of like degrees of of unconventional fetishes mm-hmm. that I would go to. Typically, I say depend on my level of attraction for for that. Okay. Person. Mm. So if I'm like, I'm trying like. Kofi, Cerebo, Cerebo attracted to you, like Tyga, Tyga, yes. Kendall likes Tyga. <laughs> I a saw lot. that tweet the other day. I, I mean, like, oh, Barfordy, really. <laughs> <laughs> but Akuna, that makes sense. Akuna Matata. <laughs> it makes sense, though. Pardon? Tyga Why? Because he's sense. a pedophile and Kendall looks underage? No, because Uh-oh. he's tall and skinny. Oh. Am I in the room? Do you respect <laughs> me? <laughs> yes. I mean, but let's not pretend. <laughs> so uh, one of my highlights, of course, was when we worked an 18-hour shift with Reverie at <laughs> at OutWeb Fest 2017. That long-ass we day. We were ready. We were not prepared we for were that not day. ready. But it taught me so much. That was on, in, in May. It seems so long ago. That was literally like May 18th. That's when that episode dropped. And one of my highlights, because that episode, if you all listen to that, that episode was like three hours long. Um, but one of my highlights was guest bathroom etiquette. <laughs> oh, oh. I, all I remember is just trying so hard <laughs> to get you back. Listen. Because I knew where you were going and I knew that we were all tired. Listen. But I didn't want you to go. Listen. I just think that certain things are courteous. I, if, if memory serves me correct, you even said that you would leave should you have to drop some damn kids off at the pool. I, I don't do that. In, I, will, me I don't do that in public restrooms. Me either. Me either. And uh, I'm certainly not doing that at someone's public restrooms or somebody's. Unless you have the poopery spray, which I've never <laughs> tried, but I heard oh, that it oh, works. Oh. That commercial is so obnoxious. It is. But you can be discreet. You can be discreet so things aren't pungent. So we're going <laughs> to... We're going to take a listen at this clip, and I still stand by what I say no, because I, I said what I said. I just don't, don't come in my house, all of us blowing be, up my bathroom. I don't want all of us to suffer and not be invited to a function or a small gathering at your house because this one person <laughs> makes you. I gagged. I couldn't believe that that happened. <laughs> I said, "I wait a minute." Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute oh, wait, wait a, a minute. minute. Who remembers that song? Who yeah, of now? course. Uh, Ray J and Lil' Kim. Thank you. Of course Kendall doesn't know. Of course. But you were listening. You had the Cheetah Girls soundtrack, didn't you? I did not have the Cheetah Girls soundtrack. That's James Rogers. Keep saying it. Um, Wait. Wait, James, which one is this? Because I got it confused last week. And James had time. Um, My birthday was in July. July 23rd, same day as Michelle. Sorry, James. Um... I should not, because the water balloon fight. Wasn't there like a water balloon toss or something? It was a toss, yes. 
Yes. Or toss it was black by. women there. Just let, no them, have it. Just no let them have it. No Thank fight. you, Char. All I'm oh. saying is that if I had people, I was trying over, to help. If I, I had people at it. my apartment, <laughs> it would be a small handful yeah. for one. Yeah, it'd be intimate. And people that small I would people Red that I, small bites because I don't need nobody dunking, dropping no kids off in my pool in my bathroom. Got my my room ablaze. The Sorry. smoking gun. Sorry. No, because someone did come over my house who Jace knows. What? <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. I don't yeah. know the story. Someone, though. someone did come over my house and drop some ducats in my bathroom. Sorry. Now, when you and have was, to go, you have ups- to go. I was but upset. I, I would go home. You were upset that someone took a shit in your bathroom. Yes. Like a toilet. Yes. What it's made for. Yes. Yes. Did they spray at least? No. <laughs> oh, you don't know. Well, if they did, it was pungent. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say pungent. that. If they did, it didn't work. I couldn't be comfortable in my bed because it was seeping through the door. Oh, my. Wait. <laughs> Whatever. Anywho. You okay. get the, what's your next? Um. So, actually, one of mine. Honestly, every single week on Friday, I literally set up my whole entire morning just to, like, do, like, Twitter because y'all responses are so hilarious to me. So oh the hashtag KAT Radio. There's been a couple where I'm just like I'm cracking up literally by myself, um, off air reading these tweets from um from the podcast listeners. And so thank you for that first and foremost. But one of my favorite ones is when uh we were talking about the length of sex and the length of sex being five point four minutes. And so in the Twitter feed, um I tweeted it and then ended up kind of not going viral, but it got a lot of traction on the Twitter, um, as Shara says. And their responses were just like, who said that? Like, there were so many gifs and memes, like, going about about sex um, supposed to be longer. And I will say that sex, the 5.4%, 5.4 minutes was actual penetration. Um, but there was a lot of... D- it's long enough. It's just... Long well, Twitter did not agree with that. I thought it was actually hilarious with the responses. Black know. Twitter is a great place to be. <laughs> they don't know. I don't reside. They don't. They're not counting. They have no idea. Because all the last time the, when they know is before the foreplay started, mm-hmm. when they looked at the clock on the on the nightstand, mm-hmm. and after the ejaculation happens, that mm-hmm. that all of that's not penetration, right? So. They don't know. By the way, there's someone new in my building, and I know that I trolled Issa on Insecure for sleeping with her neighbor, but listen. (sighs) (sighs) That may be KAT season 2018. (laughs) We have a story to tell, honey, because he's very nice, very sweet man. Kendall. You said hi? Oh, yeah. I went over there. Oh. Yeah. Not, Not on anything like that, but you know. Bearing gifts? No. Just conversation. Okay. Okay, so for me, um, another one of my faves was, of course, the same day as the 18-hour shift with Reverie at Outweb Fest. Mm-hmm. You, you got proposed to. Yes. Yes. Dr. Char Jossel Standifer. Take a listen. As a as a woke lesbian, would you take <laughs> as a woke white lesbian? <laughs> thank thank you. you. No, this is important. This is important. Yeah. Thank as you. As a woke white lesbian, um, would, <laughs> would yes. you take your partner's last name? That's such an interesting Ooh, question. That is such, there are so many questions around building a family and getting married that for me are, are a conversation that okay. would be had with somebody. Um, 
If it goes well with my name, that sounds good. Oh, if I if I married you, Maybe. I would I would take your name. That's you would such a good name. see. You guys yes. are making me a lot more confident about my last name, <laughs> so this it. might change things. Jenny, you're true. Well, this you know might what I would things. say. I always tell everyone to hyphenate. I believe that when, right. most women that I know yeah. with hyphenated names I love sound like power. My yeah. mom has a friend named Val- Valerie Sims Rucker. Power. <laughs> uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Emphasize. Power. power. <laughs> RBG. Yeah. Come on. Adam Clinton. Absolutely. <laughs> she dropped Rodham. I love Rodham, though. I love Rodham. Rodham oh, but there's, there's stories as to why yes. she dropped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Those stories people with women with infuriating. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all gonna have to tell You're me You're so right, stories. though. I, it's I'll something about a hyphenated name that means it means that you mean business. Yeah, and and I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I want to be you in mean that company. Right, right. Why would I lose my last name for you? No, absolutely not. Okay. Oh, my gosh. If my name was Char... Oh, we. did you all hear that Char Jocelle... Standifer is coming in today. Everybody, would, everybody would be on their toes. That sounds yeah. good. Oh my God. Yeah. Hold on, let me go call, I gotta go call you all real quick. <laughs> Doctor Jocelle Standifer is coming in. I'm I don't like, know. Literally, the whole building is shook. Yes. You see what I'm saying with the totally. hyphenated name? She totally. You go ahead and call you all and pack up your cats. <laughs> and we'll I mean, because clearly, she's ready to go with me. I should we call the wedding place? I love it. Wedding. I love it. I'm all for I say all that to say I'm all for a hyphenated name. With hyphenated the names are good. Okay. And I have two more. I have two more. So, um, another one of my favorites. I lo- shout out to Jesse Standifer. You know, that's that's, that's She's food. dope. That's she bae. is dope. She still engages with us. I really like yeah. really, my tweets. Yeah. So, really like when her. Diana Ross emailed me. Okay. So another one of my faves is uh, when June's Diary came mm-hmm. and visited. That was at the old Reverie Studio. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, anyway, things got pretty awkward when I asked them about going on tour with Robert Kelly. I asked you not to do that. Listen, I am a, a journalist. journalist. I'm right. going there for the. Go. I'm going for the jugular. Thank God they're with Tamar and Mo Moniga. And the Escape Girls right now and Zonique because Robert Kelly was never an appropriate fit for those five young ladies. So take a listen, guys. Things got a little, you know. Interesting. <laughs> you all went on tour with Robert Kelly. Yeah. Um, it's the government. So, well, I mean, I'm she from Chicago. <laughs> so I, I feel a, a sort of semblance to Robert. And I have to ask his young ladies, how was that? Because I gave it a side eye at first when it's I read wonderful. it. Yeah, what do you mean? It's I'm just saying because you know because his reputation, uh, uh, reputation uh, of when it happened back in the early mm-hmm. 2000s. Allegedly, allegedly. Oh, girl. Um, <laughs> I mean, I always say we make it a note to let people know because we do know a lot of people side eye it and mm-hmm. they want to like. Oh, no, just at first, him? I was like, okay, this this group of young black females opening for R. Kelly, like a I fan didn't... is a fan, honey. And we're trying to touch all, all, I'm here job, for it. all groups. Right. So mm-hmm. if you've given us the opportunity to open for somebody who is legendary, yeah. we're going to take it. Did you enjoy that tour? Of course. Mm-hmm. We're still, we're still on it. it. You're oh. still on it? Yes. Still do How many more shows you got? It's ongoing. There's yeah. no end to it. It's never going to end? Okay. No. It's never A check. Going to <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's wonderful because no, yeah. we, we get to touch people and see people that 
we've never seen before. And that would have never been exposed to you right. otherwise. Exactly. Exactly. That's an gotcha. older demographic that he cares right, to. Right, right. And Rob has been very respectful. Oh, Rob. Yeah, we, yeah, we, he's like oh. a brother to us. Okay. So, I mean, and yeah. you can go on our Instagram. It's his Instagram and see he's giving us lessons and life lessons and music industry voice. lessons. Beautiful and, voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's very inspirational and he gives us good words. And, I mean, it's just that. He's like a big brother to us. That's and nice. He's music with him. Rob is right. he's Y'all did music with him? Yeah. Yeah. Did he, yeah. I know that Kiki Palmer's working nice. with him now. Yeah. Who? Kiki Palmer. Oh. But the gag is. <laughs> right. Please, 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 please. please. <laughs> and then my final one, which was one of my favorite topics, was of course the poll that I got from you guys, the dedicated listeners and participants to this wacky, crazy shit show named Kiss and Tell. Um, what is the worst lie a man has ever told you? That was such a good Didn't you have like a novel topic. printed out? I had 12 pages, I think. I mean, yeah. there was just was like so pages. much. And to, to prove. It was like 100 re- replies. Mm-hmm. Just how many fuckboys there are out here. Yes. I mean, overarchingly. Let's take a listen, guys. And then after you listen to this one, we'll be right back with your questions. Well, I'm going to read some of you all's responses. So these were some of my, the ones that I thought were so funny. And if you want to see more, you can go to my Facebook page because I made this a public post. Most of my stuff is, you know, just family and friends. But this one is a public one. (laughs) So some of my faves said, uh, I found a condom wrapper. He said he used the condom to masturbate. What? This was one of the That's funniest ones to me. Yes. This was one of the funnier uh. ones to me. Which, uh, bef- before I read, go through uh, the rest of these, I found the overarching theme in my comments were men lying. These were cishet women that were responding. Okay. And it was men lying about children. Who? Children. Wow. Whole ass, ass people. people. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Like lying about children. And I thought that was so, or like crazy hickey stuff. But anyway, this one had me yelling at my desk uh she commented and said girl one day i walked in the house and then my boyfriend was in the house with this girl from off the block and she was in nothing but her bra and pants i asked why she was in the house half naked this nigga says she got hot i fucked everybody up (laughs) (laughs) wow i was yelling now she got hot why is your shirt off right Did anybody see the thread? The thread on Twitter, I think it was last week, has to be last week because my memory wouldn't go much further back. Um, this girl telling a story about her, she works at a restaurant and this and her yes, coworker. Yes, and, and how she ma- set her boyfriend up. <sighs> that was juicy. Ooh. Wait, that was juicy. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you we'll when tell I'm later. done. Yeah. Well, okay. when the show's over. Um, this was one of the worst ones. Like, niggas really are just hot garbage. Anyway, uh, <laughs> She said that his daughter died so that I'd feel sorry for him and talk back to him. He killed his daughter? Uh, not literally. Yes. But I'm saying that's, like. That's what the post the, said. For the story, Jeez. That's yes. what the post said. Absolutely. Jeez. Absolutely. I need to stab her. Uh, oh, I had a gay guy comment and say uh, that he wasn't married, invited me over, forgot to hide the picture of him and his wife on their wedding day. Surprise. Well, that reminds me of the, the it memes of people saying, um, like, what makes you, what would make you get going go the thing? It would be like, for gay men, it would be like, oh, I'm married with two kids <laughs> and on the DL. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Um, not my truth but yeah 
My ex told me his biological daughter was his godchild. She went on to say that she believed this until one day his mother uploaded a collage of her grandchildren on Facebook and tagged him. And she said, and guess who was front and center? The godchild, the quote unquote godchild. Mm. Um, and he was always with this baby. I'm going to save this one on this page for last because that, go- that ties in with mine. Um, <clears throat> this one was one of the crazier ones. <laughs> His mother got addicted to crack overnight and stole all the stuff from his house and sold it for drugs. Her husband had her arrested because she sold his shit too. And he, the man that she's talking about, sat in the waiting room of the jail all night trying to get his mom out. This is why he missed Valentine's Day. Two weeks later, his 36-year-old wife called then 22-year-old me to see how his physical therapy was going. I am a social worker. Also, <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's what she was 22 and she said, also, I have never seen a jail with the waiting room. Because he said he was in the waiting room waiting on mm, his. Jesus uh, Christ. These niggas the jumped through who? Um, so well. much. So much. Mm. Um, this one is from another gay guy. OMG, my ex lied about being in a car accident and admitted himself to the hospital because I told him I was leaving him. Um, I have some longer Maybe ones that here that I might read towards the end of the episode. Kid, but I have again. Another liar. two again. more. So uh, one was very simple. That hickey, the, that I gave him a hickey. Like a hickey popped up on his neck. And he tried I to say that I... ain't seen you in two weeks. And then someone else commented <laughs> and said that uh, this guy had a hickey on his neck. I saw two, three hickey ones. One said a guy had a hickey on his neck and he tried to say it was eczema. And she had never <laughs> seen that little... <laughs> <laughs> Rosacious, fair <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then another one said that his friend choked him. Like, was playing around and choked him. And she was well, like, so your friend choked you, choked you with, you know, his thumb? Fa- right, like right, 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 right. Um, I've lied about hickeys, though. And so well, I just use makeup. Um, my ex lied to me and said that he only had a year to live. Niggas are dramatic. What? Said that he only had a year to live, so I stayed with him because I felt sorry. Come to find out he lied because he didn't want me to leave his ass, and he still, to this day, bothers me. He can't just move on. Um, another good one, I live with my aunt. Really was his wife. I found out because of a mutual high school friend of ours, she's talking about me and her, uh, was related and heard about me talking to him. I don't even know what's reality anymore. One night I was Yo, going. auntie? One night I'm blowing up my uh, ex of mine. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If I was your wife, I'd fuck you up. <laughs> Listen, one night I'm blowing up an ex of mine. Uh, his his phone, we were supposed to be going out. He calls me at 1 a.m. crying, saying, I was in the hospital. I had to take my homie because he lost his baby. I saw the dead baby and everything. These are his words, not mine. Two weeks later, I found out from his girlfriend of three years that that was their baby. She lost the baby due to stress, and it was a stillborn. She was seven months pregnant. Um... Oh, there was the eczema comment. Yeah, you see, niggas get real ooh, dramatic. Oh, this ooh. one was my f- was one of the worst ones, and this was, would have incited violence. My ex told <laughs> me he couldn't have sex with me because my IUD was stabbing his penis, and he had scabs on his dick. Of course he was cheating. Scabs on his dick? Excuse me, not, you won't be sliding in the home base with me. 
Um, okay, and so this one is from one of my college friends, and it what ties kind of gutter monkeys are your friends dealing with? These are Facebook people, so I mean, you, I don't know what's in the bunch. And like I said, I made this a public status, so people were tagging their friends, and people were just mm, jumping in, right. and I'm still getting notifications for it. I'm so sure. when you get a chance, go check it out. It's quite humorous. I'm appalled. So this one ties into the worst lie a man has ever told me, and I believe that if I have never told this story on the show, then I've told it during a live show. So one of my college College friends writes and she says, brace yourself. Are you all strapped in? Brace yourselves. This one's pretty damn bad. Got my seatbelt on. She said, had me take him to the emergency room, told me he was going to the bathroom and, and, and had me waiting in the ER. Come to find out a year later, he needed to go to the hospital because his baby was being born. LOL, nigga filled out paperwork, got a wristband, went to get lab work and everything. Now, this, this one... <laughs> This one, and literally, I have, you guys see this as a 12-page packet. You all aren't in studio listeners, but I have a 12-page packet of responses. My stomach hurts. And I only write off a few. Because people are vile and disrespectful. Okay, so on the Twitter earlier, if you're not following KAT Networks underscore, then you need to be because that is where we're all housed. But um, on the Twitter earlier, KAT Networks tweeted out that we are looking for questions to answer for you guys for this year in roundup jace did we get any in the email at all or no nope no in the email okay but we got the tweets so the first question that i have for you all is a very interesting one i'm gonna let you all answer first and then i'll be the last (laughs) um so who do you think from this current cast (laughs) will get married first or last and why and if you're into the zodiac everybody knows i'm into the zodiac who do you think like the signs will be so Feel free to jump in. Oh, I just realized what the sign actually like meant. I'm like zodiac sign. I don't know anything about that sign. Okay, well, don't answer that part of the question. I, I will not. Don't worry about that. All right. Um, I think the first person to get married is Kendall. Absolutely. Um, Do you care? And why Do is you that? Care to, <laughs> to add why? Because I feel like Kendall, despite his hatred for old names, is actually on a pursuit of love and happiness. And I do. I do think so. And so I think that you're on and you're learning yourself and you're kind of like, you know, going on dates and stuff like that. And I think that you will be the first one to get married. Not anytime soon. Um, but yeah, for sure. I think you're the first one out of all three of us. Who's the last? That's a tough one. <laughs> I don't know if it's me or you. Okay. <laughs> if I had to put money on it i'd probably say me that is so interesting really yes because you would be the first for me really yes because you're and i'm going to tell you why jace would be the first from this table to get married because you're willing to put up with the most out of all three of us like you're so easy breezy i'm a punching bag yay not a punching bag but you know what i mean jace will put up with anything yeah. And that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, stipulations. Your, your if it's an open n- marriage. Your if it's hard a- nose are, are very different than ours. <laughs> Yours got a little life to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine are dead on arrival. You're malleable. You 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 can be... You like Play-Doh. I'm like Play-Doh? Like I'm, Gak. I'm moldable. Like Nickelodeon Gak. Gak. No, just not workable. moldable. Because I'm not saying that anybody is coming in trying to change you. You're workable. Like Gak. Sure. <laughs> 
You remember Nickelodeon gag? I'm, I'm silly putty. You're a silly putty. I didn't watch Nickelodeon. I made that. Clear. Oh Christ! I you didn't have clear. to watch Nickelodeon to see the toy. <laughs> Toys R Us. For no. God's sake, we get it. You were watching Shakespeare no, in Love no, l- at lies. four years old. Guys, guys <laughs> truly no. <laughs> I was a Disney child is what I said. Okay. No, you didn't. It is. You didn't watch Aladdin. You weren't a Disney Not child. He wasn't an animation I was person. A, he was watching Shakespeare in Love. Even Steven? And Titanic. Yes, I was watching When he was Disney five Channel. years old. Oh. Disney. I've never seen Titanic. That's so Raven. That's so Raven. Yes. I grew up on all of those. That You can't name a Zoo Disney primetime show that I didn't watch. Zoo Disney? Zoog. Zoog? I'll look it up. That was at, yeah. That was after our time. Oh um, uh, no! And so, so the last to get married, Jace would be the first in my book. The last would be Kendall. Okay. Really? Yeah. Because Kendall is the youngest out of all of us, and Kendall's still out here having fun, despite what he says. You're still out Kendall here started having, having fun. fun this year, though. You said what? This year he started having fun. That is a lot. Kendall's been having fun. That's I mean, he's been having fun, but he's been admitting he's having fun as of I haven't been August twenty fifth. <laughs> August twenty fifth. That's your birthday, right? Twenty eighth. Excuse me. Oh shit! I I'm gone. Wait, Clamp seventeen. My tongue. Um. It's this <laughs> in August. Oh, you are such a bad friend. Oh Seriously, God, it's August freaking twenty second. Twenty second. G. Okay. Um, Quarter candle. Goddamned August Virgos. Again, to clear the record, I've never not said I have fun. I have not always been on a podcast. I've never always been on a platform to announce when or what I'm having fun with. Be clear. Or who? I don't know. Why are you looking at me? Um. <laughs> Now I'm just saying, okay, I'm highlighting the fact that you're like accepting, not accepting, but like you're, you know, not being so rigid. <sighs> you said that. No, I, it's on record. I, I did. Okay. I'm not saying anything. Don't so bring I, me into, I don't know why y'all, both y'all keep looking over here Because this is a communal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tamar. Y'all trying it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Jace, we heard you. Just the more you talk, it's the a, deeper the wound a, gets. Yeah, it's, it's a wound? Oh, Kendall, who's the first and last that you think are going to get married and why? Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, first and last. I guess first would be you not dating. Like you are, an, you are on an indefinite hiatus. Mm-hmm. And you are fed up. Are fed up. You have a bit of a black heart over there. Mm-hmm. So the emoji in true Greer fashion. I'll go with myself. True Kendall <laughs> to get married fashion. first. Yes. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because you're dating and don't no. have a black heart. No. No. <laughs> if I I'm out of my options at this table, um, because I I do not. I told. I've said this. Made this clear. A financial planner asked me who um, can I envision my. So uh, in five years or 10 years, having a dual income household, and it's hard for me to imagine. But nonetheless, of my choices here at this table, I'll go with myself first. Who's the last? Um, Jace. Char, the thing about Char is that it will be. I'm full of surprises. It will be mm-hmm. it, exactly that you are. It'll pop up, <laughs> and then then I'm right. Gonna, then She'll it's look gonna, a Kendra. Right. 
I was in Blaze this weekend. Oh, Kendra, oh, excuse okay. me. I was going to say, Kendra from the, uh, the, the and, girls and, next door? And then it will become a thing. It, it will become a thing <laughs> like Kenya and Cynthia. Um, because My man wouldn't be in hiding, though. No, and but it wouldn't be. Together. It wouldn't be about in hiding. If you popped up and told me, whether you tell me before or after you get married, mm-hmm. and it's just, the, I, I'd feel the type of way. So, but so, I, needless to say, I'm not opposed to eloping. I'm just letting you. Needless all know. to say, mm-hmm. um, I think that it would come as a surprise. So I really can't put a time like frame. a BL. I feel like just, Char would be like, would I met this man. He's everything I wanted and more. Yep. And I'm in love with him. She wouldn't need much. And we're going to Thailand to have those weddings. She would. No talk one's invited. Am, am I doubling and getting surged too? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> Big honeymoon. Gift, boo. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and for me, since these two aren't into the zodiac, I'll say, hmm, I could see myself marrying. I've uh, d- based on my dating history and who I'm most compatible with. Like most of the guys I've been with, it's either been a Leo, or. Cancer or all the summer babies. It wouldn't be a Gemini, I'll tell you that much. No, no, no. For, no. for oh, me, for oh, me, no. for me. No, for Aren't me they either. bipolar? No, Jay. Oh. Well, it's not that. It's not that black and white. No, it's not. When it but, comes but, to understanding, but their the personalities Zodiac. are crazy. Ooh. Yeah, I lived with two Gemini's mm. for two years. Oh Both Pierre and Terrence are Gemini's. Oh. Um, that makes sense. Ugh. So, <laughs> freaky. Like boys. I said, a a Cancer or a Leo. That's it. Or, yeah, that's it. Can I do Ooh, personality? That's it. that's it. No, that's too vague. No, it's not vague. Yes, it is. No, personality, I think I see myself as someone who is more, I guess, level than I am. And probably a bit more emotional. That's kind of everybody, though. That's literally everybody walking God's green earth. Which you disingenuous at. Just gen- what? Disingenuous. I'm very <laughs> genuine. Um, okay, so the genuine. next question what are we leaving in 2017? Fuck niggas. Just joking. Um, what am I leaving in 2017? Um, people pleasing. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm leaving. Uh, trying to accommodate. I think is I is me holding myself back to accommodate other people i am leaving self-doubt and this may Mm. sound Mm. off brand and off color but i'm leaving rationale i'm totally departing from what i deem to be rational from do you would you would you say that would be outside of the box yes your comfort zone i yes i would like to be a little bit more spontaneous and um and totally depart not from who I am, but I mean, totally remix it um, because I feel like I've hit a ceiling of sorts. Like, this is who I am. This is who I've been. And I just want to remix for 30. And maybe that means me doing some things that make absolutely no sense to anyone at this table. Um, but I'm out here for 2018. Okay. As you um, said, I support it. Next case. <laughs> um, the next question is, oh, this is a good one. What has been the biggest lesson learned from 2017 and how will you apply that in the new year? Ooh, biggest lesson. Um, self-care 
I know we talk about mental health and stuff all the time on this, on this platform, other platforms, and on Twitter. But I think that this year I kind of recognized that something wasn't right with me. And so I took some time to kind of separate myself. And so just kind of acknowledging, because I feel like last year I was literally running on my hamster wheel. Like I was just like going, 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 going. And yeah, accolades or whatever the case may be. But it really didn't do anything for me as a person versus like the professional. And so I think that you have to take care of yourself as a prof- as a person before the professionals could do uh, the best you could be. Mm-hmm. So I think next year I'm really learning myself again, you know, because when I was younger, I was wild. And then I had a, you know, I started getting into different things where I was, you know, on the forefront of different platforms where I had to tone it down a little bit. But I was just like, you know what? Like, and Cardi B, um, I actually saw a video the other day comparing Cardi B to Oprah. <sighs> As Kendall pushes his mic away. But he, she was saying, like, like you know it, like, Cardi B and Oprah has something in common. They're very authentic to themselves. What, aside from being black women? What? Yeah, well, that part, too. But it's like, they're very authentic, and that's why they're successful, because... They ain't the only two. I know, but they're just comparing them, too. It's a too. dumb video. It's not a dumb video at all. <laughs> it sounds dumb. It's not dumb. It is, because she's a fucking people, gimmick. There are plenty of people... Who, now, now. What? No. She's likable as a person. Stand, but one could say the same about She's Oneka. She's a gimmick, but nobody's talking Oneka's about her. So there's no need to bring her oh. into it. I'm bringing her we're into talking it about the two she, people that that are being stand, compared. We were, about, we were talking about we were talking about Oprah. We were talking about Oprah. I'm and telling Cardi. you why I brought Oneka up because you stand for her. Just to just to shed some contrast. Okay, but nobody's talking about her. Cardi B is likable <laughs> as a person, and that's why her career is going so well. Okay. Okay. For, y'all, for you all that now, want to mimic her, what else kudos are you, to you. What else are you, uh, what is a lesson that you've learned, though, um, that you're taking into the new year? My lesson is just, like, self-care. Okay. You know, mental mental health and self-care and, like, actually acknowledging and, like, not, there was a, uh, we talked about this on the podcast before about someone taking mental health day from work. And so, because yes, in other countries, that's a permissible yeah, thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, we don't necessarily clock in to, you know, jobs in entertainment. And so, sometimes you have to be the one, your own boss, and it's like, okay, you need a second to kind of like pull back and, you know, take a breather, relax, self reflect, yeah. all that stuff. So, okay. that's my lesson. Um, I think, I don't know if it was necessarily a lesson in terms of like an aha moment mm-hmm. like I didn't know but I think um, with more experience and more wisdom grown through through being alive and, and uh, jumping into my career I think that you realize that um, you have to be malleable and you cannot be uh, rigid in some in, in a lot of ways and that no position or relationship, um, friendship, whatever it is, will be what the job description might say, per se. Um, and that there are things that, that are added and um, retracted that, that you have to figure out how you get along. And not necessarily, I think a lot, a lot of times millennials get um, the rap or reputation for uh, being, <laughs> being quick to just... Sh- jump sh- jump ship and and mm-hmm. pick up and go mm-hmm. um and i think that that while we have the opportunity to do so in a lot of situations i think that there is something to figuring out how to navigate something and fix it and make it better mm-hmm. um before leaving it or getting up and walking yeah. away so figuring out 
how to to make things work. Right. It's like the year of yes, but like the year of like yes, but I mean, well, just the way <laughs> that, 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 that things fixed. Just yes, the way that life but. works, you don't <laughs> always have the advantage to just throw in the towel and move on to the next thing. Like you need to be able to navigate what may be deemed as like a difficult situation and and work with other people. My lesson <laughs> um, for this year, I'd have to say, um, that I'm taking into next year is just be still. Mm. Like, mm. my faith has been tested to the max this year. I think that's why I'm so excited to get back to Chicago, to get back to some familiarity, to get back to my friends. To you get need us sometimes. Back to my family, to get back to these fuck boys. Oh. I just need you got some I'm lined up? so fed up with all things West Coast and that's no offense to you natives. I'm just Not I just all. need to get home. So, um like I said, for me it's just been like I said my faith has been tested to the max and that's in every aspect. That is has been in in both personal and professional. Even though this year I had a pretty good professional year. But um like a pretty damn good professional year. Hey. But uh, yeah, I just, that's something that I'm going to take into 2018 is hopefully just a stronger baseline for the faith. Not saying that I didn't have faith prior, but I'm just like, I keep reiterating, it was pushed to the limit this year and I'm so ready to get out of whatever's going on. Murphy's law or whatever the fuck is going Mercury on. Mercury retrograde. <laughs> no, Mercury hadn't been retrograde now 365, honey. There's something, there's something else going on. Um, and I yeah. think it's 29, to be honest. Were you, well, I no, think I was... Because other people, like 29 is a different experience, much like 25 is a different experience, and 21 is a different experience for other people. I think what has tested me is typically when, when things do not go as planned I can my entire life I've been able to find an answer as to right, why right. or whether it came a month later six months later I'd be like oh okay I get it now that's what God was trying to tell me or that's nothing has made sense this year right and it may come next year but literally nothing has made sense and the beat up about it is that I've been like oh but you know like the woe is me trope I'm such a good person I've never I've never done you know I play by the by the rules yeah, so to right. speak and why am I repeatedly getting the what I deem the short end of the stick do so that has been the big clusterfuck of this year for me that I'm just ready to get rid of do you think that there's something in your life that you need to get rid of for things to kind of go into divine I, order I don't know I have nothing going on. Yeah, because I, I will say I this about this year. going on. Is that like as soon, and this sounds horrible, there's a lot of things that were going on with me and my former boyfriend. And as soon as that ended, things started to make sense. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like, you know, out the blue, like, hey, blah, 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 blah. I'm working on a new project. And it just made sense. And so I think that I, I need to get rid of that energy and that rid of. presence uh, to... That I think that i know of yeah i don't know this is a question i'm not saying that you have some no like, yeah yeah i'm just you know, saying but that, that, friend that has that's been ruining the cluster your juju. Fuck this year like i said i just i feel like someone did put some juju or a little gree gree bag in my shoe or some that's why i can't wait to get to to the jaw cells yeah and hopefully and i get it answers. too some being someone who, who's been <laughs> a trans transplant before in new york 
I remember I couldn't make it home for Christmas, and I was just like, well, I guess we're here. That happened one year for me here, and it literally drove me nuts. Like, that is when I experienced seasonal depression. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's one thing to be around your friends, family for Thanksgiving, but it's a whole other to impose on Christmas. No matter how they slice it, it feels like you're imposing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, but you don't want to be at home in the bed. Like, ugh, everything's closed. You're the elephant. Ugh, you're looking at your cousin's Snapchat, and everybody's just having fun. And I just, no. So I will bend over backwards to get home at least for Christmas. And, and you leave tomorrow. Back in Chicago in a year. I have not seen my sisters in a year. I always see my mom multiple times a year. I've not seen my father in a year. So it's just nice to see like my high school people and things like that. Some yeah. familiarity, like I, I get said. It. Where everything ain't so damn new and getting to know people. Yeah. Hi, I'm Char. I know, Hi, the I'm tried Char. and true. Okay, and the final question before we close out the oh 2017 year. Wait, should we like pop this other bottle? Mm-mm. No. Uh-uh, no. I'm good. Okay. Well, never mind. So <laughs> someone wrote me. in and said, I've had a dream for years, but I don't know if that's really what I want anymore. How do you refocus your goals and dreams? So like, how do you re- re- hit the reset button if mm. you're in a, in a, in a moment of cloudiness? Well, I think Sharon did the biggest part is acknowledging that she doesn't want the dream anymore. Well, yeah, I don't think that's what she's acknowledging per se, but she's, in the realm. I get what you're saying. Right. Like she's she's saying she's that made, she's ha- right. she doesn't know what she wants anymore. That's not saying that she doesn't oh, she doesn't dream anymore. I'll reread it. Re-read I've it, had yeah. a dream mm-hmm. for years, but I don't know if that's what I really want anymore. Right. Yeah. How do you refocus your goals and dreams? So she's not tossing the dream out of the window. I will weigh in. Um I think that's Again, I think it's it might be something generational with us mm-hmm. uh, because as technology moves, like I mean, let's say let's say it's a, like she wants a traditional, uh, I don't know, um, broadcast television show. Like the way things are going, like it might be better for her to go to you know. So I just think things change, and you have to realize what's influencing your uncertainty, and. Um, and figure out at the essence of it, it's not just the thing um, that you like the the outcome that you want. It should be the process, right? Oh, um, <laughs> and it should also be you know what at the core. If it's it, again, I'm thinking of television for whatever reason. I'm excited that Issa Rae's two shows just got picked up at HBO. Oh, um, she has really? A second show? Uh, no, two two, two additional. Shows. So yes. she's gonna have three shows on the HBO. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Anywho, but so television is television is where my head is. But I'm just thinking, um, you know, I just think if if you have an idea, if if you want to write a television show, then maybe the writing of it is the cathartic part. And so now you don't know if it's a television show, but it might be a movie that you want to do, or it right, might, it might right. be a book, or it might mm-hmm. be something else. So it's wow. like at the okay. essence of it, what is it that you wanted to do? Um, because if it, if that's completely gone, then it's just about new dreams and, and a whole yes. new goal. It's crazy um, which is that you say fine that. Right. Too, <laughs> right. Which is perfectly fine. Yeah, because I literally wrote an entire book and I had announced it on Facebook, like pre orders, da da da. da and I never, I never released it. Because what book was that? The sequel to my first one. Oh, Absolutely Us. Yeah, Absolutely okay. Us. Why didn't, so you, I wrote, why didn't that drop? Um, I was it was something about it, but I I didn't want. I don't know what it was, but okay. I finished it, 
And people keep asking. I never actually publicly talked um, talked about this, um, but I wrote the book. It's still on my computer, but I just didn't release it, and I didn't know why at the time. Um, but now I understand because it needed to be bigger than what it actually was. Yeah. Um, and so, and I learned about a lot about that with my first book, doing the release with that, and going on a mini book book tour and kind of touring and like talking about these different topics. And it's just like, it's good, but I felt like the message I was trying to drive with what I was saying could have been larger than what it was. Okay. And so if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. now I'm, you know, producing a show that is going to be on a bigger scale. It's not the same story, but there's certain topics that are part of the book that I think are going to be translated better on camera versus actually reading it. And so I th- sometimes like it just, you, things just kind of have to come in fruition and for what they were. And if you have questions about where you're going for, like I wanted to be an architect when I was younger because I loved playing the Sims and building houses. She ain't and that young. This ain't a 12 year old. I know, but I'm just saying like in general, like things that you want in life that <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're just like cold hearted. This no, is what, this is like what I want. That girl ain't that young. That girl almost 40. <laughs> she is almost 40. <laughs> Little <laughs> sis my yeah. ass. She's seasoned. Um, for me, I, what I say is, you all know that I've been the biggest advocate of this this year, is journaling. I mm-hmm. think that journaling, even though it's so difficult With for me, me to it. go Because you can trace back. it. Yes. I started my journal on March 1st of this year. And it, it, is, it still baffles me. And, and it's very hard to go back and read certain things. But certain things like you forget about, it's like, oh, that did happen. You know, certain personal things that mm-hmm. aren't shared on the Kiss and Tell. Uh, but I'd say journaling, and what I'd also say is make a list. Um, I know that I'm in the process. I'm not quite done, but I'm in the process of making a list of, for uh, personal and professional goals for this upcoming year. Vision boards help. Like what? It depends on the dream, but I mean, at, at the baseline of it, dreams are dreams. So, like, where do you see it going? And like what Kendall said, sitting through and enjoying the process. Like you have to be fully aware. Like, I don't know, you didn't specify what your dream is, so I don't know if it's to be at the Blue Cross Blue Shield or to be an understudy to Viola Davis on Broadway. I don't know. But things take time. There's a process to everything. Even if you're just applying at the makeup counter at Macy's, there is a process, there is a protocol to everything. And be and flexible, so, too. And, and, I, and sorry, with that, I think, Again, if we're because a lot of a lot of what we think about is entertainment based. A lot of it's like, do you actually want to put in the work that Viola put in? Right. Because it's so ten thousand hours. What is it about acting? Is it the craft of acting, or do you just want or the, the celebrity and the claim? Mm-hmm. And so I think those are the things, and it's not to make you feel bad or to to make anybody feel like they're not putting in the work, but the work has to be put in. And Viola well, yeah, didn't I, I win an Oscar that's... until. I believe that's how, how people are are weeded out of this industry or of any industry. Because for the if wrong reasons. If you're in it for the wrong mm-hmm. reasons, you're not going to last. You're not going to have staying power. You have to be, if you're a musician, you have to love performing. You have to love writing, singing, whatever. If you're trying to do the hot topics at, at the base, you have to love the art of journalism. You have to respect journalistic integrity and law. If you want to do anything, like at the base, if you are in it for the wrong reasons, you will be weeded out and you won't. It, it it's literally natural selection Darwinism. Yeah. So and what is what is meant to be is will be, and I remember. Uh, but you got, but you still got to do the work. You have to do well, the work, absolutely. No, you have to what do is the work. meant to be will be. Yes. No. It makes me cringe. Well, because some, no, not a, mm, it's, uh, no. certain sayings make me. Cringe. Oh, me too. Like I mean, most one, of them. Honestly, I just saw on Twitter someone put an adage like 
God gives his battles to his strongest uh, soldiers. Nothing about that is comforting nope. to me. <laughs> but so that's, that's I don't, but I, um, I'm saying it also, it also makes a, a part of it also makes me feel like, okay, so what about people that die of cancer? They're not, they not strong. Me. You're chastising like, it's me. like, what does that mean to you? Yeah. I mean, it's layered. Cancers. It's okay. layered, well, I believe. Um, strongest soldiers. Shouldn't strongest Okay, battles, but there's there's been things soldier. in my life where I'm just like, okay, like I I know that this was to be. You're a also a pastor's kid, else. so you find comfort in certain things that maybe Kendall or I would not. What it, What does that mean? I'm just saying, you were based on your certain... upbringing, you were you probably have certain sayings and passages and scriptures beat into your head that that mm, I, we no, may not. No, because I I'm I'm very deflective in... with the whole church concept. To be honest, because of my upbringing. And so, like the church and religion and scriptures and stuff like that. I'm just saying that certain sayings like that don't make me. They 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 don't provide any sort of optimism for mm-hmm. me. If anything, mm-hmm. they make me depressed. No, no, but I do I do believe that there are things that people go through to be a vessel for somebody else, and because they have this stamp or not stamina, but they oh, have. Yes, that. I learn from others constantly. Right, oh, absolutely. and I think what that honestly, and what do you call it, God or the universe or Buddha or whatever case may be, people go through things to be a light to other people. I do believe that. Yeah. And I think some people can't handle it. Well, stop it. using me, Lord. <laughs> I was just about to say, sometimes, look. Lord. Let some other trans woman be the light, honey. <laughs> I'm just trying to survive working nine to five to stay alive. Let nine, nine to five to stay, stay alive. alive. All come? the people on the planet working nine to five to stay alive. How come? I don't trust these record labels I'm touring. Well, you guys, those are all of the questions. That's it. That okay. is it. That, 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 that wraps it. up. Tired. You're that tired. Wraps up yeah. The, the KAT. Oh. Well, I have a gift for you, Kendall. Oh, on air. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Uh. It's lotion. <laughs> it's, Am I ashy? It's Nivea Men. You are so the you most have no excuse. <laughs> so it's Nivea Men lotion. Excuse to what? To ever be to ashy. Ever have ashy knuckles. Do I? No. There was that one day, bitch. You walked <laughs> in house like, the bottom Somebody of the ankle. Needs- like the, um, what's it called? What's the bottom of your foot called? The heel? The heel, yeah. Soul heel? It was crusty one time. Who? <laughs> Wait, why'd you? I hate when I do that. I hate laughing uncontrollably. The auntie laugh. Sorry, listeners. Okay. Well, I got you some lotion. Wrap it's this really high-end. Nivea, Nivea Men. He's saying your ankle was a little dry. And it's really good lotion. It Jace, smells delicious. A little wind chapped. Jace, now, while I thank you, don't try it. Try what? On air. Try what? Don't do You're it. You're welcome. I, thank you. Um, no, thank you all. Um, I thank you, listeners. This is the little a little crazy. This is our final episode, or my final episode yes. with you all. Um, I'm going to cook for you guys. I know you leave out of town tomorrow, but like when everyone's Sky like Yahweh. in the state of California, I'm gonna cook a nice meal. To I want it to be like a Christmas party, but like you know, yes. people got plenty. I won't be back until shit. after Christmas, right? Oh, I know. So it's gonna be oh, like okay. a a late dinner, maybe birthday. Do you have birthday plans yet, Char? No, we'll talk about. And my birthday's in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't. I actually don't even want to think about it. Maybe I'll just spend all day in the bed and turn my phone off and draw the blinds on your birthday. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. Really? Yeah. Never done that. No. Yeah, First I've of all, definitely my been, phone like, would probably freeze from the notifications. Woo! Woo! Uh, oh, she popular. Uh, she is. She's famous. I'm just being an asshole. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Jace and I will be back, and Alia, Aaliyah, will be back 
sometime in 2018. Don't say sometime in January. <laughs> there's no there's no date. Yeah, that's why I don't say January. Um, <laughs> it'll be soon because we have, of course, work to do. So uh, thank you all for listening. I'll be by myself on January 1st. <laughs> Oh, you will. Oh. <laughs> I'm just joking. You, you damn right. You for damn right on that. If it's 1-1-2018, one, one, you damn skipping. You're going to be writing this bitch by yourself. But anyway, guys, thanks for a great year. Thanks for the great interaction. Thank you. Have a safe, 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 and happy holiday and a prosperous new year. And that is, that's a wrap for us at Kiss and Tell 2017. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Special thanks to our executive producer, Aaliyah J. Daniels, and Reverie Studios.